The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Ladies and gentlemen, don't we have a great episode ahead for you guys. We are going to project the Olympic rosters for the 2022 Olympics in China. Nate, how are we doing today, buddy? You excited for this one? Yeah, yeah, this should be a good one. Um, I'm just praying with every ounce of my body that they go to these Olympics. If they don't go, I'm going to be so pissed off. Yeah, it's a great point. I mean, this isn't uh, for certain yet. Obviously, with uh, COVID-19 lingering, uh, with the new strain uh, Omicron. Ugh. Um, you know, it, it isn't, uh, it isn't a hundred percent certain that we are heading to the Olympics, but I mean, like you know, we've been deprived since 2014, yeah. uh, with the best on best in the world's playing for their country. Um, you know, some of the best hockey memories in our life we've had from yeah. the Olympics. Yeah. I mean, 2010 more notably for sure. Yep. 2014 was a weird one because it was kind of hard to watch them. The games were at weird times. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, um, obviously, Canada won gold, but it's definitely yeah. not as highlighted as as the 2010 golden goal. No, even even do you think back to 2002? Even that, that was, was electric. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, that you had Mario Lemieux letting the puck go through the legs. Oh, oh god, Mike Richter do bucket. Oh, yeah. oh god, what a squad. Dude. Uh, and then Sweden, obviously, in 2006. So those have been you know your last few winners. But uh, yeah. but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna kind of just travel through. Uh, we'll set the scene for you guys to what for what to expect in two months time. Um, so Nate, so they're heading to Beijing National Indoor Stadium in China. Yeah. Um, it is worth noting too, you know, it actually, you know, it was a major factor in some of the decision making in our projections was this is not going to be Olympic sized ice. Yeah. Which I only really found out a couple days ago. I just assumed it was Olympic sized ice. Yeah. Just where I, I don't know. It's like. literally called the size of the ice from the Olympics. Yeah. I mean, it is Olympic-sized ice, yeah. <laughs> some call it. And so, so no, they're going to be playing on a, reg- a regular NHL-sized arena, um, which obviously will re- reduce the space for some of the highly skilled players yeah. uh, and some of the speedy guys. Definitely favors the North American playing players. 100%. You know what I mean? you got the guys yeah. in the KHL and stuff that will come over, for instance, or even like the Swedish leagues, Yeah, the Swiss leagues. Like Those are big ice surfaces, so they're not going to be used to this tiny, tiny little little slate which which we're going to preview is is why we're going to be taking a few guys on some some notable uh gold medal hopefuls they're 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 you know later on in the roster you know taking some guys strategically that can can bump and grind and get into those kind of gritty games that we might yep. see more often on on this nhl size ice surface but no twenty thousand person capacity you know a good size with the, i don't even know if they're going to allow fans who can't imagine I, I could honestly see the buildings being completely empty Oh, that kills me. It kills me. What but. time are these games going to be at as well? That's a good question. I haven't looked into that. I'm not even sure if they have, like, time. I imagine they do have time set. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they're not unbearably, like, 7 a.m.ers. Yeah. You know? I mean, thankfully, 
most of the well, the NHL will be shut down, and, and hopefully the NBA is a little bit spare, uh, scarce. And the NFL Super Bowl will be at the beginning of the month, so that won't interfere. So it'll it'll yeah. only mainly be our focus. So I mean, we're going to structure our days around you know watching this hockey and consuming uh, the hockey. It's a must. Um, but I think it's going to be. I mean, I, you know, if it's anything like uh, I don't know the time zones um, in Asia, but if it's anything like Japan, it's going to be some of the games are going to be in the middle of the night. Uh, but yeah. hopefully they cater to the North American markets. I'm just going to take a quick look here and see what the time would be there. In, in uh, uh, Beijing. Yeah, to right now. Um, so it would be 10, 10 p.m. So it's 12 hours. So there's an outside chance we do get some 7 a.m.ers. Yeah, which I is fine by me. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, whatever. That. I mean, yeah. You, get, yeah, you know, you start your day off with a little bit of fierce hockey. Yeah, that's incredible. I hate it. Uh, so we'll go over the groups here, Nate. So group A... Obviously, the one that we will be watching most closely will be Canada, the United States, Germany, and the host country of China. Yeah. So we will see what's going on with China here. I know they were, there was, I think there's still some rumblings that they were trying to remove them from yeah. the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, just due to sheer, they're not going to be able to compete, which, you know, is, I mean, fair. Yeah, but I mean, if you're hosting, you're gonna want your country in regardless. Yes, like I think, I think to the World Cup in in uh, four years' time, that's gonna be hosted in North America, in Mexico, the United States, and Canada. We want our team in there. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Regardless if they're gonna get beat ten nothing by Brazil, we want them in there. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, just the way it is. That's you, you get the host and you you play. Exactly. It sucks for Norway. Yeah, because they they, they just, would be they the next miss. man up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, still, they're getting pumped too. They are. They'd be um, far more competitive than China's going to be, though. Absolutely, yeah. But. No, it is worth noting in the betting world. I have publicly said this many times. I am hammering the spread when Canada and U.S. play China, and I don't care what it is. Seventeen and a half. I don't care. Yeah, I'm I mean, hammering the over. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate it. I, we really don't know how high these games could go. Like they could, if Canada poured it on. I'm saying there's no like there, there's a chance they could get to thirty. Well, which is my argument, because you're at the Olympics. Is this a spot to take it easy on a country? I mean, we've talked about this before, but I just don't... I mean, I guess, you know, just to, you don't want to completely embarrass them, but, you know, you're on the same stage. You're both playing in the Olympics. I mean, I don't think, you know, even coaching in, in your gyms, you don't want your team to take a night off. You want them to stay informed. Yeah. You know, they only have three games to prep for the exactly. uh, for the elimination games. You're gonna get those that goal differential up as well. Hundred percent. The way it is for tournament sports. Yeah. Like you you have to keep it up. So. So Group A will be interesting. Yeah. Group B. I mean, you have to think that Canada and the United States will be coming out of that group. For sure. For sure. So we got Group B. We got Russia, Switzerland, Denmark, and Czech Republic. I see Russia winning that group, but it's going to be extremely exciting as well. We'll preview Russia's roster and talk about the totals on the Czech Republic and Denmark and Switzerland. But, I mean, I think Russia's going to going to be uh, the team to watch in this Group B. Yeah, they look pretty uh, juiced up. We'll get into it a little more. But they've got maybe their best forward group I've ever seen for Russia. Oh. Like, it is. And, you know, I mean, there's years where it's, you have Kovalchuk, Datsuk. I, mean, I think this one is... Far and away, the best one they're ever going to ice. Oh man, for sure. Groups, plus the goaltending, for sure. We'll I can't wait to. It. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about uh, some of the guys that oftentimes will have had long careers in the NHL and now are in the KHL. Yep. Um, but uh, and then Group C, Nate. Finally, we've got Sweden, Latvia, Finland, and Slovakia. I think um, you know it's going to be Sweden and Finland. Those are the easy bets to come out of that group. Yep. Um, but uh, but no, we'll start previewing some guys. I mean, we're not going to go through the projected rosters for for some of the you know kind of yeah the teams that no one really the, cares about the smaller country teams. Yeah, 
Um, but it's starting on Germany. I mean, there are some. I mean, Leon Dreisaitl will certainly headline that team. Probably where have the captaincy on the German uh, national team. You have to reckon. But uh, any other German nationals that we should be able to you know, prepare for or should be projected on that roster? Yeah, well, I mean, just some NHL notables. I mean, Tim Stutzel will be there, no doubt. Yep. I assume he'll be playing with Dreisaitl. Uh, JJ Paterka. Okay. I think we remember him from, uh, he played with Stutzel in the World Junior Championship. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And he was yeah. he was a stud, man. Yeah, I really, was, really like that guy. It was those two just pounding that, points. That, that's all it was for the whole yep. team, right? Yep. So I imagine he will be there. I can't see any situation where he's not. He's a first-rounder to Buffalo, so he's a... Uh, He's an up-and-coming guy. Like, I'm really excited about him. He's a shooter, dude. Um, some other guys we got here. We got, um, well, I put Marco Sturm in as a joke. I mean, he's not coming. No. He's no, no. very old. That's a nice throwback. Though. Yeah. Uh, just some other guys, like just NHL names you might recognize. Dominic Cahoon. Yep. He'll be there. For sure. Uh, Tom Kuhnockle. Uh Tobias Reeder. He went, uh, I mean, this is a guy who's probably going to slate in on the second line. And just to give you a perspective of how non-competitive Germany is going to be. This guy went a whole season without scoring a goal. Okay. So. I <laughs> and mean, he's on their second unit. Yeah. 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 Um, moving into the defense, I mean, we got Mo Sider. He'll yep. be there. He's an absolute lock. I mean, this power play unit is going to be able to compete with anybody. Absolutely. You have Stutzel, all Sider. And then uh, the only other guy I think worth mentioning is maybe like Corbinian Holzer. Okay. Uh, former Leafs great. Okay. Yeah, in like 2013, I think he was on the team when uh, they lost to Boston. Okay. So, I mean, he's been out of the league a bit. Goaltending's not looking terrible. I mean, you got Philip Grubauer, Thomas Grice. Uh, I hear Kolzig might be making a return. Uh, so, I mean, just for the room, just for the presence. Just for the presence. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, you know, they're not going to be completely competitive, but I'm excited to see, like, Stutzla and some of the young guys buzz around out there. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, that'll be – I mean, obviously, yeah. You know, Stutzla, Dreisaitl, um, Cider. You got you know Grubauer in between the pipes. I mean yeah. they've got some they've got some solid pieces. Obviously they can hold their own. When we compare them to the juggernauts of the tournament, probably not going to be overly competitive. But hey, moving on to the Swiss, the Swiss. Who should we be looking at, or who should the Switzerland uh, committee be uh, for taking on their team? Well, I mean the forward group's not as bad as I anticipated it to be. I mean the first line anyway. You got Timo Meyer having a hell of a year. Great season for the San Jose Sharks. You got uh, so you've got pretty much the former Halifax Moosehead line here. You got Timo Meyer and Nico Heischer yep. centering. Yep. So I don't hate it. Kevin Fiala is a bit of a buzz bag, and you know other than that, you got Puiz Suter, Dennis Malgin. Yep. Uh, some other notables. Uh, you know, you got Damian Bruner might make the team. He played a couple years with Detroit a few years back. Okay. He was probably most known for doing. He pulled the Datsuk. Okay. In the shootout. Yeah, that's right. That's about it. The decor is not terrible. I mean, Roman Yossi coming in, he'll. I figure undoubtedly be the captain of this team. Yep. Lucas no Spiza, he's kind of a bum, but he'll be there. Yep. Not to, you know, he's just not that talented. Not to call him a bum. He's a very talented hockey player, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, man, I, you know what? I'm going to come out and say this. that the, the Swiss, we've seen this at the World Junior Tournaments. Yeah. They, they. I mean, that coach, I hope it's Did, that coach. You figure it's got to be that coach. The ball guy who was like, we got no shot. Yeah, we have <laughs> no chance. Yeah. Um, we're playing Canada. <laughs> um, but this, they got how many people? I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this team, they've been competitive in the, in the juniors, and, and uh, there's obviously no quit in that country. So they might be a sneaky pick for an upset, you know, for you know against a, uh, a Czech Republic team or yep. a Denmark team. But, Nate, uh, moving into the Czech Republic, who are some guys on the Czech Republic that, uh, you know, that play in the NHL, and that will be some notable pieces. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of excited to watch this team. I think they're going to be a lot more competitive than people are kind of giving them credit for. I, hopefully, uh, Jacob Vrana's back from his shoulder surgery. That's right. Uh, you got Hurdle. He'll be 1C, awesome. I'm assuming. Yep. David Pasternak. Yep. You think he makes it? Uh, I mean, he fixed his teeth. 
So well, I'm going to see how he's going to play. I mean, he had the uh, the V cut in between his two middle jibs up top, and he has just fixed those. So I don't know okay. how I feel about that, but we'll see his play. <laughs> moving forward. Yeah, so I mean, the first line is a barely competitive line. Even going into the second one, you get David Krejci. He's playing in the Czech League right now. He'll yep. be on the squad. Yep. Martin Natchez. Yep. Fire me up, dude. Yep. Uh, Dominic Kubelik, absolute shooter. He's good for 30 a year for Chicago. He can yep. absolutely rip the puck. Andre Palat, two-time cup champion. Uh, Radic Faxa plays for the Stars. Jacob Voracek, you got Zadina. Wow, their team is actually yeah, pretty good. They are. Uh, Pavel Zaka for the Devils. He was a former first rounder. I believe he went sixth overall. Uh, and then you have Philip Heedle for on my lineup here. So he plays for the Rangers. He's, he's got some filthy hands. He can kind of dial it in when he wants. Uh, the defense kind of takes a step back. You got uh, Philip Peronik for the Red Wings. He'll be a lock. Uh, Michael Kempney's currently playing in the AHL. He was a stud for Washington when they won the Cup. Uh, Libor Hijack. Uh, hijack. Yeah. Okay. I think that or hijack. I, yeah. I, you know, I can't like look at these like letters just. Pop is right he just known for stripping the puck in the D zone? He is. Yeah. He is. Yeah. yeah. You'd uh, have to reckon. You got uh, absolute. May as well be a sketchy Russian Radko Gudis. Yep. Absolutely. He'll be humming bodies. Jacob Zaboral. Zaboral, yeah. uh, former Washington Capital great Thomas Kondratik. Okay. <laughs> and the goaltending, you got the goaltending's pretty competitive as well. You have Mrazek, David Riddick, and uh, I imagine Vitek Vanacek will be there as well for 100%. Washington. He's having a great couple years, so. I think the Czechs are going to be actually pretty fun to watch. Definitely. Um, yeah, they, their team actually looks fairly competitive. And yeah. actually, the marquee game of Group B is certainly going to be Russia versus the Czech Republic. Undoubtedly. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that, Nate. Um, yeah. Anything anything that uh, that should turn some heads on Slovakia? Slovakia. Yeah, you know, I was looking, when I was looking over this roster, I was thinking, I was like, man, this team has kind of, like, Slovakia as a country, they've kind of taken some steps back in their ho- – like, I remember a few years ago, like, you would have the Hosas – yeah, uh, like Charo would be a mainstay right. on defense. Yeah, uh, they've definitely not anywhere near. There wasn't that many guys to really look through. I mean, you have Thomas Tatar, Thomas Yurko, Richard Ponick. Okay. Uh, I think the most exp- uh, exciting thing for them is uh, what is it? It's this Chalaric guy. He was uh, drafted by the Bruins and he won MVP of the World Championships last year. Okay. So I mean, I don't know much about him. No, is I mean, Peter? I didn't either. Uh, it could be Peter Chalaric, perhaps. I think it is. But obviously hasn't had a sniff with Boston yet, but... No. Uh, another guy is uh, this Juric Slavkovsky guy. He's supposed to go top 10 this year's draft. Okay. So, I mean, that's something to look out for. I like watching the young guys that can make an Olympic squad. So, uh, the defense is... I mean, you tell me what you think of this defense. You got Andre Sakara, Martin Ferriarvi from Washington, Eric Chernak, yep. uh, Christian Jaros... Martin Marinson. Oh! Which, Leafs fans will be excited about that. They certainly probably won't be. <laughs> uh, and then they have this Nemec guy. He's supposed to be a top 10 pick as well. So they have two like top 10 draft-eligible players that will be on the team. And then, obviously, the mainstay in net is going to be Yaroslav Halak. No doubt. No doubt. We can dial in for you. So. Yeah, I, I mean, that team doesn't sound like it's going to be very competitive. No. Nope. Um, so, all right, Nate, we're going to get into the big guns. All right. Because this is going to be the chunk of the show. We're projecting the rosters. For what we think are the five teams that are going to be competitive for the three medal places. Yep. We're going to start things off with Finland, move to Russia, move to Sweden, go to the USA, and then finish off with our home country Canadians. Nate, we'll start things off with the Finnish boys. And and I was surprised while doing my research for this roster. I mean, there are Finns littered through the league. This country's done such a great job at... Uh, a lot of low-key guys. At the grassroots, yeah, at the grassroots level of, of uh, building their team. But let's hear your first line projected for Team Finland. Uh, I don't think this is going to surprise anybody with this first line. I think just about anybody's going to have this. Uh, I've got Aho left wing, Barkov center, and Miko Rantanen 
on the right wing. And that te- that is the exact same as my first line projected. I yep. mean, we talk about star power. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about, you know, we're talking about three guys who are in the top 20 players in the NHL. Yeah. Year after year. I mean, Barkov for the longest time was, was noted as the most underrated player in the NHL. I mean, Sebastian yep. Ajo has really come into his own. He's, you know, potentially the best player in, in Carolina who was one of the best teams in the NHL. And yep. Miko Rantanen, I mean, incredible player who yep. is also... Noted as one of the most underrated players in the NHL. Yeah. So it looks like the fans aren't getting the love they deserve, but man, that first line is going to be a unit. Yeah. I'm excited to watch Finland. That should be really, really good uh, offensively anyway. We'll get to the defense in a second. What's your second line look like? Yeah, I got Mikhail Grunland, uh, Rupe Hintz, and Taro Taravainen. Okay. Um, so I think that uh, I also have Patrick Laine on the uh, on the third line just due to the, okay. his uh, inconsistencies with the last yep. two seasons. You could flip flop Grenland uh, or Liane. Yeah, but I, that's that's who I've got on my second line. Any anything any changes from you? Uh, I've got Hints and Tara Vinen as well. Um, the only difference is I have Laine up there. Okay. So yep. I mean, it's pretty. I, I mean, I feel like the forward depth is pretty pretty consistent. Yep. For most people that are going to be picking these teams, for so. sure. And then, so your third line, do you have Kako and Donskoy? Uh, no, I, I mean, I'm not like really, I just threw in kind of once I got down to the bottom six. So I have Gramlin, Kapanen, and Pugliarvi. Okay. On the third one. Yeah, absolutely. So I've uh, got Pugliarvi as an extra, so. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I like that. Uh, I'm just looking through too. You know, what's incredible about this team. This is mostly the, what was it? The 2016 world junior team that won the gold. It is for sure. I mean, you had Aho, uh, Rantanen. Hints, Line A, Kapanen, Pugliarvi. Like these guys were all there. Yep. It's ridiculous. So you got Jonas Donskoy in the fourth line? Yeah. Um, Eric Halla? I did not take Halla. Okay. No, I did not take Halla. Okay. So he's not making the team. Well, I I imagine he'll be an extra. Yeah. Okay. um, Maybe. But, you know, he probably gets in. It's hard to say, you know. Oh, what I mean? for like, sure. We don't know what these, these guys, yeah, yeah, and you don't know what these countries are thinking for what what they want to bring to the table too. But no, I have uh, Capocaco. Yep. Antoine Lindell. Yep. Uh, he's coming for sure, and yep. then I have Don Scoria. He's playing in well. Dallas, right? Uh, who? Lindell. Lindell, no, he's Florida. Oh, that's correct. Yeah, 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 yeah that's correct. And he's actually having a pretty good season. Yeah, he was uh, a really high pick. I I want to say he was third overall or something okay. ridiculous, but I think that might be a little high. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there, I mean, the Finland. I mean, obviously, you should be familiar with a lot of those names that we've just mentioned in the top twelve for Finland. Um, you know, some extra guys that you know could be notable for them bringing along uh, are Terry Luckin and uh, Jasper Kakinami. Yep. Um, Jesse Pugliarvi for me. Um, so those are some of the guys that, you know, maybe fringe players, maybe, you know, make it into that top 12, depending on what these guys are looking to organize for their Finland. Yeah, for sure. I had Kivi Ranta in there as well for yep. Dallas. He, yeah. he got, he came in for his like first game in the playoffs there. I think it was game seven against Colorado in the yep. bubble. He scored a hat trick. Yeah. Okay, so I was like, yeah. Hey, maybe they want somebody clutch coming in. That's right. Uh, now we move into their defense, Nate, and their defense is, is actually not going to be as strong as I as I once anticipated before doing the lineup. Uh, obviously, it's going to be headlined by Miro Heiskin, uh, the absolute freak from from Dallas. Yep. Um, and uh, and his teammate, I think Issa Lindell, yep. uh, is another guy. Uh, I think that that just makes a lot of sense to have them as their top pairing. Yeah, I like that. Um, but Lindell's solid. Heiskin, obviously, anyone who listens to the podcast knows I'm a huge fan of him. I had, Did you have Sammy Vatnin on here? Uh, I have Sammy Vatnin in my third D. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, he's not playing uh, in the NHL currently, but he's a guy with with you know I would say ten years of NHL experience. He's yep. played against all of these guys. He's been around. Um, I, I think he's a guy I could probably wear a letter for that team. Yeah, um, you know, with just that veteran's presence. But uh, I don't think he's on very many projected uh, rosters. And and uh, I just thought, man, like where where is he out? And obviously, he's not playing in the NHL. But I mean, he's in like the Swiss league. Yeah. Think, so, uh, Henri Hockey, are you? Yeah. Yeah, Yoki Haru. Yoki Haru. Yeah. yeah, you got him. Yep. 
Okay. Yeah, I do. I mean, it was pretty thin going back, so I was like, I kind of yeah. have to take him. I know. Took Yusuf Valamaki, too, for yep. Calgary. Yeah. And uh, uh, Rasmus Ristolainen. Ristolainen, like, yeah. it's like, jeez. So, I mean, I mean, there's some guys who log minutes in the NHL at the National League hockey um, level. But, yep. uh, and I got, who do you got for some extras? I got Sammy Niku. Sammy Niku. Uh, <laughs> obviously, the long-haired bandit who yes. played in Winnipeg and Montreal. I looked into some of the extras that I didn't even really put. To, oh, you have Hawk and Paw? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be one of the best names. Yeah. In, the, in the league, I didn't even put any extras in because I just figured these guys are going to yeah. be the the six. But For sure. um, the goaltending, the goaltending, I don't hate. No, not at all. I, um, I mean, I think Saros is the starter, Corpusalo is the backup, and yep. I threw Tuca in there for the third. Okay, I like yeah, that. I threw Tuca in there. Uh, yeah, we'll see with Tuca with his health and and coming back from from surgery. But uh, I got Miko Koskinen just because he's playing. Uh, he's playing right now. Yeah. And and uh, but yeah, those goaltenders, three very serviceable players at the NHL level. Um, so yeah, I think that's gonna round out Finland. Who's think, your captain pick for Finland? Uh, good question. I'd say Barkov. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I'd say Barkov. Uh, probably throwing an A on on Rantanen, Aho, and uh, and Heiskanen, really, yep. and potentially Vatanen. But yeah, um, but, uh, but that's the way I'm going. And and uh, I think they're gonna be a competitive team, man. This is a team that can make some noise. I don't think, honestly, in the grand scheme of things, I don't think they're a metal hopeful just due to the fact that their defense is, is gonna have to try to shut down yeah. some massive powerhouses that we're going to move into starting with now Russia. Oh, the sketchy Russians. The sketchiest the farm animals Russians. from Russia. Let's go. All right, first line, Nate, who you got? I'm taking Ovechkin. Yep. Kuznetsov and Panarin. Okay. Okay. That is contingent on the fact that Kuznetsov is going to be able to get in. For sure. I think they announced, obviously, too, um, you know, obviously with the cocaine incident, that uh, Kuznetsov had, he was suspended from the World Championships, but I think now he is allowed back in to play uh, for the Olympic athletes from Russia. Well, they, uh, what was it? I think it was Igor Larionov. He made a statement in the summer, and he was like, yeah, we tried. There's no way. Oh, okay. And then all of a sudden now it's like, yeah, I guess there's like an 80% chance he's going to go. Okay. So it's looking more than more than likely he's going to be attending, which is just, I don't understand it. Okay. But, I mean, that's what, uh, I, I'm going Kuznetsov and Vetskin. I mean, they play together. And yep. Then, We'll see if Panarin uh, slots in there pretty well. but Yeah, so, so our lines differentiate a little bit. I think I'm, I'm going with two guys who aren't healthy currently. Okay. But uh, it sounds like Geno Malkin's going to be back in the mix. Yep. I like Geno and Ovi. I just like that the thought. Like two huge bodies, both fantastic players. And then Kucherov yep. slotted with those okay. guys. Yep. Um, so, I mean, I, I, the Kucherov, Malkin, Ovechkin line, uh, followed by the Panarin, Kuznetsov, Svechnikov. Okay, yeah. My second one's uh, Kucherov, Malkin, and then Svechnikov. Okay, so, so. it's it, we have this exact same top six. Just a yeah, little just a little. I mean, even mine. And, I mean, and who Panarin, are you trying to project lines? Well, that's what yeah, I mean, right? Yeah. Like, So I, that's why I kind of just threw some guys in, especially with Panarin. I mean, he's a left winger. I've got him on right wing. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that ain't happening. They'll probably throw Kucherov up there, if anything. But. Yep. Uh, the third line should be interesting. It's it's kind of been crazy how uh, this third line looks pretty first liney to me on yeah. a normal team, you know, and that's a sheer sign of the depth of this Russian forward group. I mean, you got Kaprizov for me. Yeah, I got Kaprizov as well. Tarasenko. Got Tarasenko as well. And Shipachev. Okay, Shipachev. And people won't know who that is. He's a guy who's playing in the KHL currently. I actually have him slotted down one. I've got Nemestikov. Okay. Uh, playing in between those two. But, yeah, I can see, I mean, if this Shepachev guy is legit, he's lighting up the KHL. Uh, I could definitely see him sliding between Tarasenko and Kaprizov in that line, bringing a lot of scoring. Uh, yeah, some people may remember him from, uh, he was, I think, one of Vegas's very first players. Yeah. And then he ended up not being able to, like, kind of crack it. They tried to trade him, didn't happen. He went back to the K, and now he's, like, almost got two points per game in the K. Okay. Which is just wild. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, so fourth line, I mean, I don't really know how you can go about this. Yeah. Uh, I've got uh, Pavel Buchnevich. Yep. 
Uh, I've got uh, Shipacheyev, obviously, with Nemestikov and him flipped. And I've got Evgeny Dadnov or Dadanov. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dadnov. I have. <clears throat> I couldn't decide between him or Radulov. Okay. And I was like, I wanted to see what they were going for. That's like, it. I didn't know if they were going for like the sketchiest team they could possibly That's get. Right. They want to yeah. bring Radulov. So. I, you know, I think Radulov might make it. And then I had, like, Barbashev. He's having a pretty good season in uh, St. Louis. And then yep. Nemestikov there as well. Okay. So. Uh, no, I mean, it sounds like we've got some similar rosters. I mean, obviously, that Russian forward depth is, is incredible. There's there's talent littered through those those 12 players. They're going to be very competitive. It does get, you know, it does take a step back, I think, when we talk about the defense, Nate. Yep. Uh, first pairing, I've got Dmitry Skorlov, Orlov from the Washington Capitals. Yes, and, and the young... Tampa Bay Lightning two-time cup champion Mikhail Sergachev. Yeah. I uh, I kind of just threw in, I put Orlov and Provorov. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Ovs. Uh, followed by Gavrikov yeah, and yeah. Zadorov and Romanov. No. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I, do you throw Artem Zub on here? Yeah. Okay, me too. Yeah, I've yeah. Zub. I think he's got to be there. Yeah, he's been incredibly consistent playing yeah. top minutes for the Ottawa Senators. Really a great find from from the uh, from the last Olympics. So I think Artem Zub is right back on that team. Yep. He's just a guy who doesn't really make mistakes. He's just... Yeah. He doesn't have. He actually. I shouldn't say that. He does have a little bit of offensive upside. Um, He's known to know. tuck one from the point. Once yeah, they put him in the shootout as well. I Which mean, is, yeah, it's just outrageous. But he's. I've got him in my third pairing. But Nate, who are you? So you've got Provorov Orlov. I'm assuming you've got Sergachev yes. on the second pairing. Yeah. Who is he with? I've got him with Gavrikov. He plays for Columbus. Okay, I've got him with Zaitsev. Okay, Zaitsev. Nikita Zaitsev. Yeah, yeah, I didn't throw him in, in my lineup at all. Okay. Um, Do you think he's got a chance of sniffing with the team? For sure. Okay. For sure. Maybe. I mean, I imagine they take him. I yeah. mean, I'd probably take him over Zadorov. Yeah, yeah. You know, Zadorov's just kind of a big body that he just takes up. Uh, he irritates me, Zadorov. It feels like every game everyone's asking him to fight, he never does. Yeah, and he's also just goes and makes up rumors about McKinnon. Yeah. You know, all this yeah. fake stuff. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. So it's just like, I don't know what's going on with him. But then maybe Romanov for Montreal. I don't really see it, though. Yeah, he's a young kid. Yeah. He's He's had a tough. He's had a tough go as well. Definitely, uh, but this Russian goaltending crew, Nate, moving on from the defense, is going to be incredible. I yeah, mean, I think it's going to be the exact same across the board for the two of us. But Vasilevsky, Sorokin, and Varlamov. Ooh, no! Okay. I've got uh, Vasilevsky, Shesterkin, and Varlamovsky. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh! Well, who am I? I mean, yours are clearly way more accurate because Shesterkin is having an incredible season. Um, he is definitely going to be making the team behind Vasilevsky. Um, and Sorokin, I mean, I, I was just thinking, I was like looking through the rosters, I was like, man, Sorokin and Varlamov is a great tandem for for New York. And they have a ton of goaltending yeah, they do. picks, man. I mean, you could go with Sorokin and Varlamov anyway because I don't think Vasilevsky's not going to play a game. Yeah. Like, he's going to be the guy, even with how well Shesterkin's played. For sure. And I was listening to um, to a, a podcast um, I won't mention the name because you know no free ads, but um, <laughs> it's a very notable hockey podcast. And there was a goaltender expert on, and he was talking about how the goaltending hubs of of the planet have have moved recently, and you know kind of originated in Stockholm, Sweden. Yep, that's where goalies were starting to be produced at a high level. Uh, the national stage goaltenders were starting to be elite, and then it kind of moved to Helsinki, Finland. And Finland was starting to pour out good goalies. Right. And now it's in Moscow, Russia. It's kind of the hub right now uh, for goaltending. The goaltending coaches, they've, they've started at the grassroots level and, and really starting to produce high-level talent. So it's kind of moved out of Europe into Russia. And uh, it'll be interesting to see. So maybe we can start, uh, you know, getting some of those training and some of that, you know, education at the yeah. goaltending level. See what's going on over there. Uh, here in North they America. They do. That's, that's a good point, though. I mean, yep. you've got Vasilevsky came up, and then even Sam Sonov yep. for Washington. He was supposed to be, like, the next Vasilevsky. And then uh, remember that right-handed catch uh, 
Askarov in the World Juniors. Yeah, he yeah. got drafted by. He went 11th overall to Nashville. That's right. Guy couldn't hold a stick to save his life. Remember, it was like it was butter. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they have a ton of upcoming prospects for Russian goaltenders. So they're, uh, I don't know what they're putting in. Well, I think we actually do know what they're putting in uh, the water over there. Yes, yes, we do. It uh, is gas. The Russian gas. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, folks. So that's that's Russia. I mean, obviously going to be a competitive team. Um, you know, they've had high hopes. Uh, throughout, you know, the I would say the last three, four Olympics, and yeah. haven't really hasn't really panned out for them. No. So, so we'll see. I, I would like to see them make a run, kind of. Yeah, you know? like, oh, let's for do sure. something for sure. Uh, it's going to be exciting to watch. And and now Nate will move into Sweden. Yeah, uh, obviously winning in two thousand six. Uh, just an absolutely mm. juiced lineup head to toe. Uh, it is this a good team lineup. is incredibly stacked. I'm interested to hear your first line, Nate. Who you got? Uh, so I was kind of flip-flopping on who the center would be, but I, I landed with uh, Landeskog, uh, Willie Nylander, yep. and then I put Backstrom up there. Yep. Uh, Backstrom and Nylander have really good chemistry in okay. the World Championships. They also used to live together. Okay. Um, he d- Did you know that when uh, Michael Nylander played for the Caps, Backstrom came in when he was like 19, and then so that Willie and them were like kids oh, when he lived that's there? Oh, awesome. so, Yeah, it's super cool. Uh, so I imagine they'll be playing together. That's awesome. So maybe I had Mika Zibanejad with with Landis Cog and Nealer on the top line. So maybe I'll flip flop back from up top there and bring down Zibanejad on the second line. Yeah, I mean either way, I mean it could flip flop anyway. Yeah. I mean, Zibanejad's pro- the superior player to Backstrom right now, like when it comes to scoring everything. You know, what yeah, I mean? it's recency bias. I take sure. Backstrom in the grand scheme of things. Me too. Um, but uh, but obviously Backstrom hasn't played a game yet this year. Yep. Um, who do you got for the second line? I, I mean, I, I I don't know how I feel about putting Pedersen on the second line just due to his inconsistency. Yeah. Uh, but I've got him on there with with Philip Forsberg and Nick Backstrom. Yeah, I threw him up there as well. I mean, once I started looking at like what would be on the third line, I, I, it didn't feel right to me to have him on the third line. So I had Pedersen, Zabinajad, and then Philip Forsberg. Yep. Okay. Um, so yep. I think. So our top six are identical. Identical. Yep. Yeah. And then we, I bet we're pretty close down to the bottom too. I mean, do you have who's your three C? I got William Carlson. Okay, I put him as an extra. Okay. Uh, I'm not really sure why I put in Marcus Johansson on the fourth line just because okay. he's like he's yeah, got, and you got a little soft spot for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. But uh, I loved him on the 2019 Cup run for the Bruins. Oh, awesome for sure. Uh, yeah, so Elias Lindholm is is on my 3C. Yep. Uh, I mean, he's he's had a great year. Victor Arvidsson. Yep. Rip down the left side, go through the legs. Yep. Every time, shoot a million pucks a minute. And I got Adrian Kempe. Okay. I think he kind of flies under the radar in L.A. Yeah. Uh, he's a he's a daily fantasy lock for me most weeks. I mean, he's usually pretty cheap, and the guy's got like 10 goals this year. He's, he's, he's a good player to watch, and I think he's on the squad for sure. Absolutely, and that's a great point. I've actually left that blank because I wanted to talk about Maybe potentially Victor Olofsson, okay. who's got a heck of a shot, yeah. uh, could bump up and down. I also really like Lucas Raymond. Yes. Um, yeah, so, I don't hate that. So I don't really know what they're going to do with that third-line winger position. But like you said, I mean, there's some options for them with Olofsson. I mean, you got Kempe, you got Lucas Raymond. A lot of guys who kind of fly under the radar in the league. Uh, people may not know about them if they're a casual fan. Yeah. Uh, but who are you looking at for this fourth line? So you've got William Carlson and I've got Elias Lindholm. So that's just flip-flopped in the bottom six. But who do yeah. you got for wingers on this fourth well, line? Well, I took Johansson. I think he could be subbed out with William Carlson. I think that probably makes more sense. Yep. Um, I took Andre Burakovsky. Okay. Uh, you know the guy can get hot. Yeah. When he gets, he's gonna be, he's gonna do nothing maybe the whole tournament, but when he scores once, he's gonna score twice for you in a big game. He's yeah, yeah. he's pretty clutch. And I'm just looking at yours right now, and I notice you don't have him, and I think you're gonna change your mind here. But fourth C, Michael Backlund. Okay. You're a big Michael Backlund. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why I didn't have him. Love Michael Backlund out of Calgary. 
Uh, it's tough once you get down there because you're looking at those centers. You're like, well, do I not take Carlson, Lindholm, Backstrom, or Zabinijad for Backlund? You know what I mean? Well, but. that's just it. Yeah, I actually it didn't even cross my mind. I mean, there's just so many. Like once you get down to these, yeah. these Finland, Russia, Canadians, U.S. and Sweden, there's just there is a lot of players who there play is. in the league. Um, but I've got Ricard Raquel and uh, yep. and kind of the you know again you know that that, that winger spot whether it's Olofsson whether it's Lucas Raymond uh, I threw in Silverberg okay uh, as an extra or a guy who might work his way into the lineup yeah I could see him on there but I'm starting to think like I really like that idea of having Backlund very responsible defensively yeah. um, just a guy who you could have on that fourth line um, obviously com- very deep but Nate this is what I think maybe the most exciting part of the team is is their sixth defenseman yeah um, I think we have the exact same here I've got. My first pairing is obviously Victor Hedman. Yep. I threw Klingberg with him. Okay. I think it's a good match. Klingberg's pretty offensively, and Hedman can completely cover his ass. Yep. I've got Victor Hedman and Eric Carlson. I mean, works the exact same way yep. as I just said. Yeah. So, uh, my second one's Darlene and Carlson. So, I've got Darlene and Klingberg. So, we've just okay, had Swiss, yep. vice versa. And then your third one is Ekholm, Ekman, Larson. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Bang, bang. So, I mean, no, juice defense. Unbelievable Juiced. defensive core. And then you move into the goalies. Nate. I have got Markstrom and Leonard. Um, yep. Didn't really. I mean, there's you could you could go Allmark who yeah. he's having an okay season. I mean, not great. I mean, there's other guys. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, with Markstrom and Leonard, you're all set. Yeah, that team is <clears> unreal, <throat> man. It is really good team. Hopefully, they. I mean, they're coming off the what Sochi 2014. They lost in the gold medal game. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see what happens here. Absolutely. What are we on to next? We, we must be getting close to... to the United States. Oh baby, here we go. The United States and and the United States roster has made me think and I hope that that Doug Armstrong's in the same sort of realm of thinking but there's a lot of guys in this United States team that can be a handful and they can play a brand of hockey that's not fun to play against and so you know bringing in an all-star team guys who have finesse and scoring ability may not be what what it's going to take to match against this United States team I think this team's going to be extremely competitive but Nate who you got on line one for the, for the United States uh, I got uh, Patrick Kane Austin Matthews and Kyle Connor okay uh, yeah absolutely juiced uh, the only difference I have is, is is you know, pending a healthy Jack Eichel, he'll slot in the middle between Kane and Matthews. But, yep. I mean, just the ability to put the puck in the back of the net. I mean, I could see that team scoring every single shift they play against uh, Team China. Uh, oh, man, you know, no doubt. Uh, just, I mean, prolific scores across the board there. Um, Nate, line two, I've got Kyle Connor, Max Pacioretty, and, and Dylan Larkin. Okay. Uh, who are you looking at? I, uh, I threw in, and this might be more of a third-line vibe. Uh, I was kind of just throwing in some guys. Uh, I had uh, the two Kachuk brothers. Yep. And uh, Alex DeBrinket. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. I was also thinking now that I look back at Brady it. Brady like, can play center, can he? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I also, like, I had Eichel obviously there, but I was like, I don't know if he's going to go. Like, yeah. so He's it's in like, skating. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He looks pretty like. So the, and we're two months out. Yeah. So who knows? Hopefully he goes. But I think to make ha- them a little more electric you need to have i would say a few nhl games before you can't just play your first games in the olympics i'm not sure vegas would be too down with that no either, yeah you're you know right what i mean yeah it's like okay uh we just gave you this surgery you're yeah. just gonna rip over to china play some olympics might get hurt again like maybe not buddy that's true he may not even be allowed to go just in but, terms of the team yeah yeah so we'll um see. i really like that line i actually have the kachak brothers with jt miller Full on grit, that full is on skill. Such a line, and that is, and that is going to, that is going to give Canada a handful in the in the like if that was a line per se. Yep. Because that line, I mean, the Kachuk brothers are stirring things up. They're burying every hit. Highly skilled, and they got J T. Miller. Who? Just a side note here, Nate. J T. Miller scored one of the nicest goals of the season. Very McDavid esque. 
Went through every single player on the Ottawa Senators, tucked it around the goalie, and nobody has talked about it. Dude, I know. I saw the thing. I was mentioning that yesterday. I was like, this guy scored the exact same goal McDavid did twice this year. McDavid's was like, it was auto goal of the year. Yeah. JT Miller pulls it off. Everyone's like, huh, nice. Yeah. That's it. Nice goal, buddy. It's like, what? <laughs> it's, it's such a, just the big name thing, you know? Yeah, for sure. It's like Crosby bats one out of the air. It's like, it's insane. And then Matt Duchesne does it. Remember that one Duchesne did where he like whacked it from the yeah. side? And it's like, no one really said anything about it. No, exactly. So. I mean, anyway, it is what yeah. it is. But Nate, who do you got in your third line? I'm assuming you've got some Patcheretti action. I do. Dylan Larkin. Uh, I've got, I actually left Dylan Larkin off. Okay. Um, I've got uh, Max Pacioretty, Johnny Goudreau, Johnny Hockey. Yep. And uh, Chris Kreider. Okay. A little bit of grit for Kreider, having 100%. a ridiculous year. He's, he's got like having 16 a, goals right now. Yeah, he's, he's just a great power forward. He'll be, I mean, those bigger guys that, you know, you wouldn't expect to be successful in the Olympic size ice will certainly be at more of a premium now with the, the reduction of, of the ice, uh, the size of the ice. But yeah, I, I really like that. Uh, I don't know why I don't have Johnny Goudreau. I mean, Johnny Goudreau is on this team. He's having an incredible season. Yeah. He produces, you know, at a high level. So it's easy um, to forget a guy, though. Oh, I mean, man. like I'm even looking here, and I pretty much left Eichel out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. I was looking through. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, well, no Eichel. That's a that's an issue. Um, and then my fourth line. I mean, I, I've got a funny narrative, but I've got the Brinkett, and I've got Jake Gensel, who is immediately replaced by Johnny Goudreau, and then I've got Joe Pavelski. Okay. For veteran presence, for a guy who can wear a letter, he's been okay. He's coming to the end of his career. I don't know if that's realistic. I just threw it on the table because I, I've always been a Joe Pavelski guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a freak out front of the net, too. Guy yeah, can tip, tip anything. Yeah, that's right. Um, I guess my only replacement there would be for like a veteran guy. And I don't think this is biased, but I'm taking Oshie over Pavelski. Okay. Uh, he can run center as well. 100%. So uh, I have Gensel on the team, though. Okay. Um, but. I mean, Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, we, yeah, we have no idea. I mean, it's it's, it's no an embarrassment idea. of riches when it comes to the, the American forwards, um, similar to, to the Canadians. I mean, there's just so many guys who you could give a chance uh, and that are successful. When you look NHL. at this forward group, just quick, like, this is such a – it's so gritty. Like, for some of the lineups you see people put out for Canada, you know what I mean? They have, like, the, just, like, that skilled fourth line. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be able to do that against this team. Like, no, Kreider is a buzz bag. Yeah, Kerry, Kerry Price is uh, playing net. He's going to be seeing ghosts with him bumming in on him. These guys can play a true NHL player off brand of hockey yes. at maybe the highest level we've ever seen um and we haven't even really gotten to the part this is we're moving in now to the the best i would say position class of anything in the world uh is is the defenseman that they can that they can ice for the united states i don't know if i've ever seen a, a position group for a team this juiced it is so strong so strong uh what's your first pairing it's interchangeable. I've got John Carlson, Zach Rowenski, Charlie McAvoy, Quinn Hughes. Okay. Um, see, here's the thing I was kind of left with here. I, I didn't I had McAvoy as an extra. Okay. And I don't I hate that because I want him on the team. But the thing is, like they named Seth Jones to the lineup already. Yep. yep. And I just feel like you're better you're so much better off with McAvoy than Jones. Oh, he's he's incredibly dynamic. Charlie McAvoy's on this team. Because my three right handers, I want McAvoy, Fox, and Carlson. Yeah, there's no question. Like I, Seth Jones is my extra um, in that situation. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, oftentimes too. I mean, uh, you may you may not be able to go lefty righty on all of your pairings. Yeah. Um, Charlie McAvoy can play the right and left side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that we've got the same top six. I've got Adam Fox and Seth Jones is my, which is just ridiculous. But that's my <laughs> that's my third pairing. Third pairing. Oh, it's foolish. 
Uh, yeah, I took. I have Jacob Slavin, Zach Wierenski for sure, and Quinn Hughes for my left-handed guys. So I have three and three here. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how it'll go. I mean, as you said, like it could be pretty interchangeable. Like the fact that you could like leave off Jacob Slavin is kind of crazy to me. He's really, really good. Not, not you, but I'm just being like how how strong the depth is. Yeah. Like the fact that they have the option, they can do that for sure. Um, and the reason I put Slavin as an extra is because Drake absolutely walked him. Well, it didn't walk him, just made him look like an idiot with a pass to, um, uh, no look pass to, um, I think it was, it was to Norris the other night. Anyway, ended up banging it home, but, but, uh, but Slavin's a good player. I just, when I think of Jacob Slavin, I think, okay, yeah, incredibly responsibly defensive, uh, incredibly responsible defensively, but, uh, but man, I, I mean, Charlie McAvoy is a much more electric player, very much, very much more than more dynamic player. But I mean, it's an embarrassment of riches again. I mean, these are exactly. these are top player, you know, these are these are top players in the league, and and uh, you know across the board. I mean, this defense core is, is easily the best in the tournament. Yeah, hundred percent. I like how you have the Pesci extra as well. I yeah. love Brett Pesci. Yeah, he's really good. Um, yeah, I, th- I feel like there's no way McAvoy's not on the team. No, yeah, man, I, mean, I, so it's I like, think so. Uh, yeah, man, he, uh, he's an incredible player, and he and he's physical. Like he he's he's a guy who who plays the the Boston Bruin brand of hockey. Um, we'll see. It's going to be interesting to see which which way the United States goes back there. Just because, like we said, it, there's just so many good players at the defensive position for the United States. But Nate, who do you got for goaltenders? I mean, <laughs> again, unbelievably oh, strong. Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, my starter is going to be Gibson. My backup's Hellebuck, and then I think my third will be. Campbell. Yep. Uh, and then I mean, like, I mean, that leaves Thatcher Demko off the team, yeah. which is pretty wild. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm, I'm in the exact same position as you. I'm gonna go with uh, with Hellebuck Gibson being my 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 two starters, and then Jack Campbell. I mean, he's been in, he's been you know arguably the best goal in the league the last two years, so a yep. uh, year and a half. So I think Jack Campbell makes this team. Uh, if not, you've got Thatcher Demko, <laughs> exactly. uh, who, who's had some some serious runs of being a top goaltender in the league as well. So I mean, the, the United States. I mean, this team is is by far a, a gold medal hopeful um going to be completely electric to watch but nate Here it's the moment go. we've all been waiting for yes let's move into team canada here man let's i'm interested to hear with some of the decisions you've made um i mean it is again an embarrassment of riches in the in the top 12 uh for team canada but who uh, who are you looking to to get things going on line one for team canada line one is the most juiced line in the history of hockey I've got Crosby, McDavid, and McKinnon. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I really like that. I mean, uh, I'm surprised you broke up the golden line. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I've got that exact same McDavid, McKinnon. I've got Huberto slotted in up with those two. Yep. Uh, um, and then I think that, I think that's just, this is the only way they take both Marshawn and Bergeron is if they play with Crosby. And then that line has been, I mean, at every yep. – uh, 2014, incredible. I mean, you look at the World Championships, and was that in 2016 when they had Team North America? Yep. yep. Uh, I mean, the obviously Cup. they won gold. Marshawn, I would say, arguably was the best player uh, yes. for Team Canada in that tournament. Uh, but I mean, I mean that top six, I mean, incredibly juiced. Who goes on the wing in that situation? Is Bergeron or Crosby? Yeah. Uh, so they switch. So whenever they're, they're right. uh, taking draws in their backhand, uh, and then positionally, I think Bergeron plays the wing. Oh man, yeah. that's so. It's, what a coach's dream. Oh yeah, they're like, all right, Sid, take it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's incredible. Two guys who are incredible on the dot too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, your line combinations definitely make a lot more sense than mine. I've kind of just thrown together some guys. My second line's Huberto, Point, Marshawn. Okay. I just don't see that being a line combination. Yeah. In any way. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I've got Bergeron on the team for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's just so responsible defensively. Yeah. He's one of the best penalty killers in the league. I mean, I think you have to have that Bergeron Marshawn penalty kill just because it can spark offense at any time. Well, that's the thing. They're the most. They're probably the most elite shorthanded duo in the league. Yeah. You'd have to reckon. I mean, it seems like every they're almost playing offense every time they're penalty killing. It's really impressive when you watch Boston play. Um, so what else you have here? You got. What yeah. are we going, third line? So third line, yeah, I've got a guy by the name of Mitch Marner. i got to play with Braden Point, and this is where I kind of start to struggle. I've got Mark Shifley, um, who, I mean, could be on the fourth line. You could probably probably par- uh, put Mark Stone up with Point and Marner. Um, but, again, I mean, it's it's just so – there's just so many good players that you have to choose from. Yep. Um, but I think that that makes sense for me in, in the third line. Uh, I mean, Braden Point – uh, creates a ton of speed with space. I mean, Mitch Marner is, is incredibly dynamic in the offensive zone, and, and, and Mark Shifley, another responsible player. Um, but I think Mark Stone, I think those two can be interchangeable. But, yeah, I got Shifley, yeah. Point, Marner as my third line. So, I mean, we have, we've had pretty much the same guys. I've just got them a little more all over the map. I have Marner, Bergeron, Stamkos. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. But I mean, I've, another <clears throat> fantastic line. And, and oftentimes we've seen that in the Olympics. Yeah. Like they juggle it around to find oh, out sure, who's, sure. who's finding chemistry <clears throat> and who's playing well. I'm interested to see what's your fourth line. Yeah, this is where it gets interesting. Um, I've got Stamkos, Couturier, Stone. uh, But I also have... I'm going to mention my extras now. I've got Tom Wilson and John Tavares as my extras. John Tavares is is extremely uh, great defensively. Uh, He's starting to find his scoring touch. He's leading the Leafs in scoring. But Tom Wilson's a guy. He's going to be a polarizing pick. And I know you have him too, Nate. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think, you know, if these games, especially against the United States, are getting a little gritty, you've got the Kachuk brothers running around. You've got JT Miller burying every hit. You've got Chris Kreider who's extremely physical. You're going to want a guy like Tom Wilson to go out every few shifts and really settle things down, play the sheriff role. 100%. Like, that's where my fourth line comes in. I've got Couturier, unbelievable two-way player, great penalty killer. Mark Stone, same way. Yep. And then I I have Tom Wilson on my fourth line left wing. Yeah. And I think some people that probably... That is a line. It's a line. Sign, size and, and sheer, just, just a dispense, defensive responsibility. I mean, you can line match with those guys. You can put those guys yes. against anybody's top line. And, and they're, you're going to completely shut them down. Like, 100%. imagine having them out against, like, even, like, say, Denmark, where they have, like, that solid line with, like, they'll have Ehlers and Bjorkstrand. Yeah. It's like, well, they're not going to do anything. That completely shuts down their offense. but And I know a few people are probably kind of giggling right now. They're probably like, you know what? This is the most biased take I've yep. ever heard in my life. Yep. But as you said, like I, you need these guys when you're coming in to play Kreider and, and, and the Kachuk brothers. And I also think people kind of underestimate what kind of a hockey player Tom Wilson is. I mean, this guy's a point per game this season. Man, he's he's incredible, man. He plays the brand of hockey that I love. I think he's a guy that any single person – well, I don't know if everyone values the same brand of hockey that I do, but this is a dream forward for any team. I mean, yes. this guy can fight, he buries hits, he's gigantic, and he can score. Exactly. I mean, he checks he a ton of boxes. Too. It's crazy. Potentially, you know, one of the best power forwards in the league. And now with the reduced size of ice, with these tougher, gritty teams that, you know, you're going to have to play against, a.k.a. the United States, I mean, it makes a lot of sense to have Tom Wilson on that team. And I think that... I think that this is a – I mean, he obviously he was named to the, the top 55. He's going through all of the IOC testing. I don't think – I'm going to – I won't be surprised. Obviously, we both have him on the team, you know, once uh, once that's, that's announced. But, I mean, I think for me, like having a fourth line of like Stam Tavares and, and um, you know, another skilled guy like uh, like Zach Hyman or like a, a Mount Pony, like that to me is just – it's incredibly stupid when you have yeah. the opportunity to bring on a guy like Tom Wilson. I agree with you. And, I, you know, it happens every year. Everybody gets a little amped up. And I think the Kunitz factor had a lot to do with it. 
uh, you know, that guy got hot. He played with Crosby. But there was no reason to bring Andrew Mangiapane. He's had no. a great year. He doesn't bring anything to this team that Tom Wilson's not going to. And the same with Zach Hyman. Yeah. You, you cannot bring Zach Hyman on this team. Like two years ago, like was Canada going to bring Anthony Duclair? Yeah, exactly, you know? right? Yeah, it doesn't he had make 23 any... goals uh, yeah. or something at the, yeah. uh, at, the, at the Christmas break. And it's like, well, what is he, he going to bring, though? You know, it, it... No, anyway, it's going to be interesting. I, I'm excited to hear this, Nate. And, and yep. I, I mean, I, I struggled with this. The uh, defense? This is, this is honestly, this is going to be the most polarizing point of, uh, of the selection process, I think, for Team Canada. It's challenging. I mean, we've got some fantastic defensemen uh, that are from, the, from the, the country of Canada, but it's challenging to see, to, to fit these puzzle pieces together and what's going to be optimal. Uh, and there's only, you can only bring eight guys. So, Nate, who, uh, who do you have on your top pairing? And, and uh, let's just kind of go through and walk through the defensemen here. Okay. Uh, my first pairing, I'm taking Petrangelo. He's already named to the team, obviously. He'll be yep. there. And I, I think it make, doesn't make any sense to separate him from Shea Theodore. Definitely. Who I think is there. So definitely. That's I my did, first one. Definitely. I, I mean, that's that's a locked-in pairing, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, the two Vagas boys who are incredibly, incredibly skilled. I mean, yeah, I, I like that a lot. Um, who do you got for for pair two? I, I mean, Kale McCarr, I'm assuming. Yes, Kale yep. McCarr and Thomas Shabbat. Love it. Yeah, love it. Uh, I think Shabbat's there as well. I've got Shabbat on uh, on my third pairing with uh, with Ekblad. Okay. Uh, I've got Morgan Riley up on the first pairing, and and here me out. And, and obviously too, he may not make the team, but I just think okay. So you've got McCarr and Riley on the ice with Huberto, McDavid, and McKinnon. I mean, <laughs> this line could put five goals in the net. Yep. In in one shift. Um, I don't think Riley and Makar play in some like tight game third period action, but I think when you're playing against teams like China, like Germany, when when offense is coming and you need goals, oh, that Look is out. it's a, it's like a I mean it's a power play unit out there. Um, Petrangelo, Theodore, Ekblad, Shabbat, and then who your uh, who I guess Nate, who's your third pairing? My third pairing is Ekblad, and <clears throat> you know you say Morgan Riley, I I'm leaning more towards him as the days go on, but I I threw in Josh Morrissey. Okay. Winnipeg. Yep. Um, you know, I was thinking about it, and now that I kind of think about it a little more, I think Morgan Riley makes a little more sense. He's a little bigger than him. They kind of bring the same kind of style. Yep. I yep. think I would take Morgan Riley over uh, Josh Morrissey. For sure. Um, um, I mean, obviously a great player too, um, Josh Morrissey. And, and, I mean, you're dealing with kind of two very similar players, like you said. You know, great puck-moving left-handed defenseman. Uh, maybe not the great, the greatest, uh, you know, defensive minds or you know, defensive abilities, but you know, great offensively and and, and can move the puck like a quarterback. Uh, my extras, Nate, I'm bringing, I'm uh, undoubtedly bringing Drew Doughty and uh, and Dougie Hamilton. Uh, Dougie Hamilton is is, I mean, he's a guy who can create offense uh, like the best of them in the league. Um, maybe a kind of a polarizing guy in the room. I don't know. Obviously, I've never met the guy and never sat in a dressing room with him. But I've heard some rumors that he's not the greatest guy in the room. Yeah. Uh, but Drew Doughty, for me, I mean, you got to have him on the team. I, I don't like. I I think Crosby and, and McDavid are great leaders on the team. Uh, but I want a guy who's vocal, playing with the guys, making things making things light. And I think Drew Doughty does that. Yeah. I think Drew Day, Drew Doughty, <clears throat> and Brad Marchand will be kind of like those two leaders who may not wear A's, but will just be making everything light. Yeah. Joking with the guys, making that team environment. Uh, you know. That's the thing when you look at this team too. It's just about everybody on this team has a letter on their NHL team. Yeah. So it's like exactly. you've got a bunch of leaders in here. So my extras, I had Chikrin. Yep. Uh, I don't think he's he's gonna make it. Adam Pellick. Okay. I know a lot of people were all over him. I don't see it. Yeah. I really don't see it. Uh, I have Dougie Hamilton as an extra too. Yeah. I just I'm just more high on Petrangelo, McCarr, and Ekblad than I am um, 
Hamilton. Oh, for sure. That's for righties. Yeah. 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 So. No doubt. Um, this is this is going to be where all the question marks are, and this will probably end up coming down uh, to if we can win gold uh, or not this year at the Olympics, and it's going to be goaltending. And, and I mean, there's just so many question marks right now. Um, you know, obviously, you know, you'd love to see Carey Price be, you know, the, first, the starting goaltender for the Olympic team um, with his incredible run last year to the Stanley Cup Finals. And, and but I mean, obviously, he's been, you know, he's been dealing with some serious mental health issues. Hasn't played yet this year, so I mean, I don't know if Carey Price is going to be ready to go. Nate. I don't think so either. It's it's hard to say. Um, I mean, I think he'd undoubtedly be the starter if he was ready to go. Hundred percent. But I, I'm throwing Flurry in. Yeah. Not overthinking it. Yeah. This is the guy. Yep. With this decor too. Hundred percent. You know what I mean. Yeah. You could almost have me in net. Yeah. I think we might be okay. And it's almost like a, it's almost like Flurry. <coughs> excuse me. He wants this for his legacy. Yeah. You know he, he kind of he's know, been left off. He he's just kind of like a forgotten guy. Just with Matt Murray winning two of the cops in Pittsburgh and, and him kind of getting floated around. I mean he was incredible in Vegas. Won the Vezina and then they gassed him. It's like. This is like a, almost like a vengeance position, yeah. a redemption position for 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 Mark Andre Fleury. And I really like that. I mean, I'd I'd feel confident having him between the pipes. Me too. I think yeah, as you said, he's been completely disrespected the yep. last few seasons. I mean, geez, dude, win the Vesna and get shipped for a third rounder. It's incredible. What's going on? And he's got he's got the most experience in big games. I mean, you think about the other guys that are probably going to come along if Price can't go. I mean, you've got Carter Hart. Um, I was extremely surprised that Tristan Jari was left off the uh, the 55 IOC candidates. I mean, he's fourth uh, in in saves above expected this year. He's played incredible for Pittsburgh. I mean, they've been shorthanded and have won games they shouldn't have because of Tristan Jari. I know yeah. you don't love him, Nate, but he had his statistics show that he should probably be in the mix to be on this team. Yeah, he's picked it up. I mean, and especially with 55 guys. I mean, yeah. do they include Bennington? Do you know? Oh, good point. Because if they included Bennington, he's and, on that it, team. They they. What I think Bennington makes this team really. I would be more confident taking Jordan Bennington over Carter Hart. Really, and just for the fact that he went on the cup run, he's won the cup. He's been in the high pressure situations. Yeah. Um, Carter Hart, still a young kid, very unproven. The team's not doing that well. Um, but man, there's just there. I mean, there there is a plethora of guys that are average. But I there think Mark Andre Fleury's got to be the guy. Yeah, I think so too, and I think that's the way it's going to be. Yeah. I mean, it'd be hard to leave Fleury off as not the starter. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm going with. All right, Nate. Well, we talked about a ton of guys today. I mean, obviously, it's a little early. We're two months out, and we're, we're you know, we've got our fingers crossed. We're hoping that the uh, the NHL does go to the Olympics. We haven't seen it since 2014. We're extremely excited. But, guys, thanks for listening. Yeah. Nice to get these projections out, too. We can kind of take a look and see how bad we screwed it up come yeah. uh, time they actually announce the roster. So. Hopefully, it's nothing like our expansion draft. Oh, Good Lord, that thing was a mess. All right, well, listen, everyone enjoy your weeks. We'll be back on Friday with uh, a breakdown of the week's news. Uh, we've already started to build the uh, the cachet of, of stuff that we want to talk about, and I think we're going to bring back a segment next week of what athlete are you bringing? Yeah. So that's one to look forward to. But so. uh But, yeah, enjoy your weeks, everyone. Happy Monday. Later on. <laughs>